0: Welcome to Armchair Preaching, a podcast of the First Presbyterian Church in Lakeland, Florida. This is a podcast about God's Word, the beauty of the Gospel, and what it takes to communicate that truth to others. I'm your host, Pastor Zach McGowan, and on today's very special Holy Week edition of Armchair Preaching, we do something a little different, and then Pastor John and I talk about this week's messages on Palm Sunday. We hope you enjoy the conversation. Hello everybody and welcome back to Armchair Preaching episode number 66. As I said at the opening, this is a special edition of Armchair Preaching because it's Holy Week. We kicked off Holy Week this past Sunday with Palm Sunday and we're going to have two very special services that help us remember the journey of Jesus to the cross and ultimately to the empty tomb. Maundy Thursday, and Good Friday uh, to kick off this week, I want uh, wanted to do something a little different. So, what you're going to hear is a couple of conversations that I had. First, you're going to hear a conversation that I had uh, with Dr. Paul Sewitch, the director of the St. Andrew's Ministry here at FPC, and a regular preacher and liturgist in our classic services. We're going to talk about uh, what Holy Week and what the Holy Week services mean to him, his experience with them, and what's most impactful. I follow that up with a conversation with uh, Pastor Rebecca and Pastor John, covering that, that same topic about what really impacts them during Holy Week, and then following that, Pastor John and I will discuss this week's messages um, on Palm Sunday, what we discussed uh, this past uh, this past week. So anyway, I uh, hope you enjoy this, and uh, we encourage you to uh, listen to uh, the sur- uh, the uh, Sunday services this past Sunday, um, but I uh, hope you enjoy uh, the conversation that I had with Dr. Paul and then with Pastor Rebecca and uh, Pastor John. Well, I'm uh, pleased to be joined today on this special segment of Armchair Preaching mm-hmm. by Dr. Paul Sewich. Welcome, Paul. Indeed. Great. Second Thanks time for having me. Second time yes, in the armchair. Second inaugural a- yeah. address. Yeah. One, one of these days I'm going to get all of us. Together, in the same room. I have four inputs on my my uh, my device here, and so I want to I'm going to use all of them at one point. But but today, uh, we're just going. We go. Paul Paul's going to be here for a little bit. I'm going to be talking to Rebecca and uh, Doc, uh, uh, Pastor John in just a little while as well. But you know, this is a very important week for us as as believers, as followers mm-hmm. of Jesus Christ. Maybe absolutely, maybe probably the most important week of our Christian year. I mean, this is the this is the 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 week that we think about and, and commemorate and and remember. Is a word that we use a lot, the death and resurrection of Jesus, mm-hmm. and so it's Holy Week. I mean, that's what we call it mm-hmm. in in short terms. So I just want to talk to you, Paul, for a few minutes just about your experience with Holy Week. You know, did you were you ra- you were raised in a Kind of a Presbyterian tradition is that right, or, or
1: the actual story is that my father had just come out of Catholicism. He kind of opted out because of some bad experiences. Uh, my mother had been a Presbyterian, uh, and so they they raised me for the first few years in the Episcopalian Church. Okay, so, uh, I did confirmation as an Episcopalian, uh, and then again, if this is the '60s. Uh, the time of segregation and my parents working for equality in the deep south in a time of segregation uh, the church was very much caught up in it and so they decided that if the church uh, stood for segregation then they they wouldn't stand with the church so yeah. i it was really raised in essence then outside of the church oh, wow. and then uh, as a, a teenager towards the end of high school uh, became a Christian and so jumped in with both feet, and it's at that point that I began exploring. All these traditions were then, in effect, new to me, okay. and so I really I, I embraced them. They, they were-
0: so your experience with the liturgical calendar was kind of fairly minimal as a as a child, mm-hmm. and then grew grew over time. Right. So when was the first time that you really kind of remember? Uh, embracing. Do you remember a time when you kind of embraced the 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 liturgical or the Holy Week cadence of Palm Sunday, Monday, Thursday, Good Friday, into Easter Sunday? Was there a time where you're like, "Okay, wow, now I get the 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 progression of that, uh, the the importance of those worship experiences and services"? Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. So uh, after I graduated uh, from my master's program. I moved to Augusta, Georgia, and and First Pres, Augusta, took this uh, very seriously, that this is the time when we remember the core of our mission. Uh, And so we had meetings on Wednesday, Thursday. Oh, wow. Uh, Friday was the three hours. It was a three-hour service. Oh, they did the full observance then, wow. Full observance, yeah. Yeah. Uh, And then culminated with – Of course, Easter uh, on Sunday. So it it was taken, as they've taken very seriously, very meditatively, uh, a time to consider if this is who we worship, if, if this is who we're going to become like. Who is He? What has He done? And what does that mean for us? Yeah. So is there a part of the week, you know,
0: starting with Palm Sunday, culminating in Easter Sunday, is there a part of one of those worship services or maybe a couple of parts that you look at and and with with great anticipation, um, with great, um, you know, there's a great impact on you, you're anticipating that impact. Is there a, a portion of one of those services or maybe a couple of those services that really just hits you especially hard
1: yeah, so each year lent my my journey with the holy spirit through lent will impact a, a different aspect of holy week yeah uh, and and so some years it's it's really landed more on on how how do we move through Conflict of of Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Wednesday, in particular, how how do we uh, stand with Jesus in uh, on Thursday night, uh, and and what He offers, and what He went through that agony uh, that culminates on Good Friday, uh, the the quietness uh, of Saturday. And, and beginning to take stock of what the resurrection actually means so it, i i really regard it then as something of of a dance with several movements wow, yeah. mm-hmm. right and so um we'll put the emphasis on a different syllable yeah. <laughs> uh, depending on what what the work of lent had been that year yeah yeah and and i think too
0: you know one of the things that's always interesting to me is i, I every year going through this process there is a moment and this is the part that i always look kind of look forward Mm -hmm. to is there's a moment that catches me off guard in a way that it hadn't in previous years you know i was i was raised in kind of this modified liturgical calendar thing Mm -hmm. we it was either or it was an either maundy thursday or good friday Friday. observed. sometimes it was married together Uh i think this is the first church i've been in where Both, both those events are really taken. Um, more seriously and and with more emphasis and mm-hmm. and uh, and every year sometimes it's the it's the it's the meditation or the sermon There's, you know a preacher I, I know that there have been messages where I've I've been uh, assisting you in a Monday Thursday service mm-hmm. and you brought out a point in the story that I just had not really considered sometimes I know when one of my yeah. um, it was Hannah's very first communion was a Maundy Thursday communion and that and me. Serving her, that that was that was an impactful. So every year, there's something new every year, like you're saying, and it and it depends to a large extent about the preparation that has gone into that moment for me, right? With the Holy Spirit, with 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 the Word of God. Do you do anything different as, as you're ramping through the Lenten season? Is there something that that changes about your Lenten preparation in this week particularly, or does it? Do you have a, a mapped out kind of process throughout Lent, and it just continues? Obviously, the stories that we meditate on get more and more mm-hmm. intense. But are there are there things that you add to this week other than what you've already either added or subtracted during the Lenten season?
1: I won't be changing it. You know, the, coincidentally, uh, the the Bible project. Has shifted out of Genesis and into the book of Exodus. Yeah, and so they're they're going. So I, I just joined them and made that my Lenten focus. Yeah, uh, as we've dealt with God's plan of deliverance. Yeah, uh, and so the 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 actual the experience of the people, the cost. That uh, the cost of that deliverance mm-hmm. uh, has been very real this year for me. Yeah,
0: yeah. With the, with the, especially with that the Passover setting of the mm. of the the Lord's Supper and Good Friday and the cross. I mean, all of that, and you go back and kind of meditate on. Okay, the basis of all this was this this actual physical uh rescuing from slavery and what and what jesus is doing is a rescuing of a of a slavery of a different sort This the, the paschal lamb sort of imagery just gets 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 really intense uh, as well too
1: it, it, it frankly it, it's it's nice to be a presbyterian yeah. <laughs> looking that looking at the the reality that god brought this salvation to his people they yeah. were not they were not having great prayer times and begging the Lord to, to come and, and hear their cries. They were moaning and groaning. Yeah. But in fact, when God began to initiate his salvation, they gave a lot of backlash. Yeah. You know, who, who are you? Why are you doing this to me? We were better off. You know, Did you bring me out here in the desert just to die? <laughs> yeah. uh, and so as I've looked at my own hardness of heart and my own... Um, Walk of discipleship, movement into discipleship—that uh, that's what this this Lenten season has been about. So now to to come to uh, Thursday night and see Jesus, who shepherded these people uh, to this point in discipleship, and now is making it very personal. I, I'm giving you my body. I'm giving you my blood. Yeah powerful yeah
0: powerful stuff well paul thanks so much for joining me for a few minutes paul's going to be uh serving alongside all all of us this this Mm. week thursday and friday and so we look forward to serving alongside with you paul and thank you for stopping by absolutely Well, I'm here now with uh, Pastor John and Pastor Rebecca, we, continuing the conversation that I started with with Dr. Paul um, about our Holy Week practice and and where we have. Kind of come from uh, in 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 observing the Holy Week services and what it what it really means to us this year and in years past and so um, you know I just really want to kick off with Rebecca you know Rebecca what people probably know you the least of all of us so uh-huh. and I think we may have talked about this a little bit but what's been your your experience your background with the liturgical holy week season was it something that you always observed as a kid or did it grow how did that work
2: it's funny because uh five minutes ago i thought oh yeah i've always celebrated holy week growing up but come to think of it i don't think that i did um i think it's really only been in the last i don't know 20 years that um i can remember a Good Friday service. Um, the last five years, always a Monday Thursday service. Um, really, it was only the last twenty years, which you know ages me a little bit. Uh, which does <laughs> not not so happy to, to think. Really, twenty years seems it's sounds okay. like you, a long it's okay. time. You're not but. the oldest one in the room, <laughs> right.
0: not not by a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> not by a little bit. Yeah. Well, and was there a time when you know, you said the last like twenty years. It's really when you started to you really felt like you were were observing Holy Week. Well,
2: and, and the churches that I was participating in would hold services other than Palm Sunday and Easter. Yeah. Like during the week, I don't really remember. Um, and then also the beginning of Lent with Ash Wednesday. I, mm-hmm. I don't remember growing up going to those services. That started actually when I was in college. Yeah. And then um, Good Friday services, Maundy Thursday thir- services. Actually, I don't even think I knew of Maundy Thursday until about six years ago.
0: Oh, wow. Um, yeah.
2: So that was, I mean, I knew the events that took place on that day. Yeah. But actually to have a service that's called Maundy Thursday. Did you
0: have one of those situations where they would combine like yes. the Good Friday, Maundy Thursday? Yeah, that was my, that yes. was all. A large part of my experience as well too. Yes. We had those things, but it was I ne- actually up until I came here to FPC Lakeland, I never had been in a church where that I can remember that we did. You know the Maundy Thursday and Good Friday it was mm-hmm. either or. Sometimes right. it would be Good Friday, sometimes it would be Maundy Thursday, kind of sort of thing like that. Is there a part in as you're you know thinking? of the services themselves you know the the events obviously but some of the observances of each of those that really jumps out at you as being impactful or something that you're even anticipating this year as being particularly impactful
2: um i'm i think such a typical person you know chocolate is one of my favorite things um (laughs) did you give up chocolate (laughs) coffee i mean just people ask me i don't have any like these um differences where people say oh i like Orange mango or something. <laughs> anyway, uh, Easter, <laughs> Easter is the highlight for me. Um, yeah. I I can't get to Easter without going through the others. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, but because you go through the others, Easter is all the more spectacular. But yeah. Easter is just uh, you know it's it's such a rejoicing time and exciting time. And all of a sudden, everything is possible. You know yeah. because with God, all things are possible. And so you get really. I mean, I just it's filled with joy. Mm. Come Easter,
0: but like you said, it's even bigger. Yes, it's even more spectacular. I like how you said that. As you go through the
3: steps, you go into the the valley.
2: Yeah. And you come can't out the other side.
3: Yeah. Rebecca, yeah. this is gonna be our first Easter with you here. Yes. And, um, and and if it is even more spectacular because of going through the valley, and if it is one of your favorite, and if there that joy is overflowing, after seeing you with the palm fronds on Sunday, <laughs> I can't wait to see you this Sunday. Yeah, so. That's
0: <laughs> gonna be great. That's gonna be great. John, yes. what, what about you? you? You you what's your been your experience
3: with uh, the 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 liturgical calendar in Holy Week? Well I grew up Roman Catholic, as yeah. you know, we mm-hmm. kinda of specialize in liturgy, and uh, and and so, uh, w- interesting enough, on air force bases, uh, and it was not as evident as you might think it would be for from at least for my family and I. Uh, I don't remember like you, Rebecca, and uh, I don't remember going to um, to services during the week during Holy Week. Uh, I don't remember that. It might have been some of the some of the stuff you talked about in your sermon on Sunday. Too busy mm-hmm. to do that. Too, yeah. too much going on. And, and to be fair, my dad worked three jobs at the time, yeah. so he was. Um, it was a busy time yeah. for for my family. Live, so I don't remember in any of that, but I do remember as part of the traditions uh, around uh, Easter and around Lent that that we would not eat meat on 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 Fridays, and that there was a thing called Good Fridays, and I and depending on where we were living at the time, schools would get out on Good Friday on yeah. full days or half mm-hmm. days on on Good Friday, so. Um, that was not terribly spiritual. That for me was an opportunity to to, to go out and throw the football, play yeah. some basketball, something like that. But so so I didn't really have the the Holy Week experience. Um, but it's funny because when you were talking about it, uh, the more I the, when I do think back on what what that was like was I, f- I I remember thinking about and feeling the weight of what Holy Week was, mm. even as a kid. Yeah. And I remember, and it's one of the things that I, I to this day, like to, to, today, this morning's devotions. No, it's one of the things I do each week, is I, I find myself living almost like an immersed experience of of, of trying to think about think about being in that in that. In the scenes, yeah. uh, in the cycle of time over you know twenty four hour periods of time mm-hmm. on you know, the Monday, the Tuesday, the Wednesday, mm-hmm. the Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and up into into Sunday. So, um, so so maybe that would be one practice that's not necessarily tied to the liturgy of of what we are doing on Thursday night or Friday night or or, or Sunday morning, but it, one practice that comes out of ch- childhood, which is interesting because I considered myself an agnostic at, at at one point for like six or seven years, is that that practice still. I have to think about what I was doing during those agnostic days. But whether I did that whether I did that or not then I don't think so. But I and I went back to that and still that still there that just coming back to the story and and visualizing myself, immersing myself in that story. That would be that would be one. And certainly some of the things that happened in the now that I've have had the church services, I think one of the most powerful experiences I ever had was prior to going to even thinking about seminary. I think I was a believer at this point, but I'd gone to our home church um our, our, our church, where Seal and I were married in Palatka, Florida, and they had a Monday Thursday service where you sat around the table and. and, and in groups of twelve or thirteen, counting the, the the pastor, and we served each other around the table. Oh, wow. And for the very first time in my life, coming again coming out of a liturgical tradition where the the mass or the Eucharist was a huge deal, and, and, and you know, only the priest could do that, and I turned to my sister in law and I said, "The body of Christ given for you." Oh, wow! And I just gave me goosebumps yeah. then, and even now to think about it, it's mm-hmm. like, well, I just did that. Yeah, that was really cool. And so, so those kind of things like communion on Monday Thursday services has uh, continues to be a a very special time, mm-hmm. partly because of the immersing myself into the original story, partly because of that kind of a back, back story. <laughs> and then um and then I'm with you on on Easter Sunday, you yeah. know, and I love the all the things that we do as families and as church traditions and flowers and all the stuff, but nothing nothing better than than He is not here, but He yeah. is risen. Yeah. Yeah, I you know I I was telling Paul
0: you know I didn't really grow up with uh, I mean I grew up with some elements like we talked about but it was always it was almost always a combined Monday Good Friday sort of deal and sometimes I mean I, and I've done practices that are more or less liturgical I mean we've done and you guys have probably seen this the nailing your sins to the cross yeah. kind mm-hmm. of thing I mean I can think back to moments where I've been in you know in my dad's church in the past and we've done that on a Good Friday and and had elderly people there who could not nail anything and hand me their hammer and nail their sins to the cross and I, as i'm thinking about it now you're talking about these like personal moments I had mm-hmm. one gentleman who couldn't pick up a hammer he handed me yeah, i took the hammer for him and i will never and i'm going to I might get emotional thinking about it. He said, "Hit it hard, son. You know, hit it hard." Wow. Um, wow. And I was at that point kind of really struggling with my faith in general, you know, because I, you know, I was a teenager and and you know, kind of internally more rebellious than externally. Um, but and and but the the good, you know, the Maundy Thursday. Uh, the two elements in Maundy Thursday that really get me, the, the communion element, which what you said, John, both my kids – I said to to Paul, I think it was Hanny's first communion was on a Maundy Thursday. Actually, mm. I think both of my kids' first communions were Maundy Thursday, and I got to serve them. Uh, that That's always still a very – you know that's such a. Um, I understand why in the Episcopal Church and the Roman Catholic Church the Lord's Supper is that's the elevated moment of all their worship services. Um, so I get that. The other part to me is when we strip the we strip the, the 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 chancel, we strip the room, and we exit in silence because it's the it's very starkly opposite mm-hmm. of how we normally encourage you know normally we we encourage energy and and fellowship and community and this time we encourage solitude and loneliness to as you said john visualize the 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 frame of mind that jesus christ was in and to put understand that while we're trying to put ourselves in his shoes in that moment really what he's doing is taking on our sin mm-hmm. and, and, and taking on so that's always stark but then it, it always moves to that Easter Sunday you know and when we really when I really kind of marinate in the silence of the end of Maundy Thursday the the liturgy of Good Friday man Easter Sunday is just so much better I will admit though, Sun, Easter Sunday as a pastor a pastor's kid um, Easter Sunday has always been a little bit stressful for, 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 for me <laughs> yes. because it's it, it we it is our Super Bowl you know it is yes. the, it, and so we know there's going to be more people in the room and, yeah. and a lot a lot of times I struggle against the flesh of <clears throat> you oh. know making sure people you know we don't you know, make sure people feel like that this was a great service. Yeah. And, it's, and, and I yeah. forget, this isn't really for them. No, you know, This no. is not for them. I have to really pray hard through that. So yeah. there's that fleshly side of it, too. I mean,
3: I, we were at my first church. So it was a packed house on Easter Sunday. And we and we did this long procession in, in, in single file. And, and I'm at the end of the, the, the procession, and we're, I'm kind of waiting to take my turn and standing by the tech booth. And one of the elders of the church said, looked at me and says, it's a full house today, Pastor. Yeah don't screw up <laughs> those were his last words I've had people last say word. that to me like, too than that, that. Like, yeah, yeah thanks for the encouragement <laughs> man. Right. thank you but. it ain't about me <laughs> that's
0: yeah. what you have to like really stop yourself but you do you this. do it's exactly
3: not, that yeah. you you say yeah but that's you know Like for me I feel like yeah we do extra things and it's, it's fantastic but we're really doing the same thing we do every week. Yeah. on on Easter Sunday, it's the exact same thing we do every week. It's just got el- other elements to it, and it's got a different vibe to it because it's Resurrection Sunday. Yeah. So the, the the theme itself has comes with with it, but in terms of what we're doing, it's the exact same thing we do every week. Yeah. Every Sunday is Easter Sunday, and uh, to some extent, every Sunday is a
0: celebration of the resurrection and 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 why we worship on the first day of the week and not the seventh day of the yeah. week. It's yeah. because of the the you the preach, elevation you preach, your of that. Brother. That's right. Anyway, I thank you guys for hanging out. Um, We're going to take a short break, and then Pastor John and I are going to be back to talk about uh, this past Sunday's Palm... Sunday messages that kick off Holy Week. Thanks, well, Rebecca, well,
3: for being here. Well, mm-hmm. just before Rebecca gets out of here, <laughs> her palm, her Palm Sunday. Yeah, we know, do need to per- say about was, uh, that. You know that that was really quite quite impressive. There. Yes. I, so she had not one but two palm branches in her hands. And With the oh. uh, for the ten thirty, mm-hmm. and then and they they were singing. Now she must have memorized the words because she's over there waving them both. She looked like somewhere between an air traffic controller and a t- and a cheerleader up uh-huh. there um, with I, us. Very impressive. Again, like you said, John, if that's how
0: she is on Palm Sunday, just wait till the yeah, Easter wait minute. till Sunday. We need to give her some like some sort of like props, prop? some props. Yeah, <laughs> I, I get a sense that you're a prop person, Rebecca. You like a good prop. If, uh, it, a good
2: prop can do uh, wonders and excitement, and yeah.
3: Give her three of your empty Easter eggs. She'll juggle them. That's on right. On Palm that's We right. so. won't be doing that. That's right. That's right. Well, Rebecca, thanks for joining
0: us for this segment and uh, this special Holy Week segment. Thank you for being here, and uh, we'll be back right back to talk about uh, our Palm Sunday messages. Hey, everybody, we want you to have the opportunity to uh, create your own Holy Week memories and, and, and really go through the process of remembering uh, what Jesus actually went through for your sins and my sins. And so we do invite you out to our Holy Week services. The first is this uh, Thursday, April the 14th at 7 p.m. in our sanctuary. This is the Maundy Thursday service. If you've been uh, in one of our other regular worship services, you know that the word mandi it comes from the Latin mandatum, which means command. And it re- reminds us of what Jesus told his disciples as he's washing their feet, a new command i Give you that you love one another as I have loved you, and so we walk through uh, the institution of the Lord's Supper. We talk about uh, Jesus washing his disciples' feet and uh, the arrest and betrayal. It's a very moving and a very powerful service, which is then followed by Good Friday. That's April fifteenth, also at seven p.m. in the sanctuary. We remember the uh, the the crucifixion of Jesus. So important for us to remember that So that as we celebrate Easter Sunday we have The the, the Understanding of the depth of the Sacrifice for Jesus then that the, the death of Jesus was not the Final word that on Sunday morning We get to celebrate The resurrection of our Lord so Invite you to our Monday Thursday service On Thursday April 14th at 7pm Our Good Friday service on Friday April 15th at 7pm And then encourage you to join us For One of our Easter services Either at 6.30 a.m. Sunrise service on the front lawn uh, 8.15 service uh, Classic service in the sanctuary Or one of our 2.10.30 services Either our Vine modern worship service In Loudon Hall Or our classic service in the sanctuary They will all be celebrations Of the risen Savior We encourage you to come out to one of those And if you're so inclined And you've got little kids uh, On Saturday, Saturday before Easter We do have our Easter egg hunt at 9.00 30 a.m. as well now back to the episode Welcome back! Uh, thanks for hanging out, John. That was that was fun. That to was talk, fun. talk to Pastor Rebecca, and I was glad I got to talk to Doctor uh, Paul uh, earlier. And uh, but this week, you and I were talking about the Palm Sunday, so the Sunday that kicks off Holy Week. You were in the Classic Service; I was in a uh, Vine Service. We had, as as we mentioned earlier you know kids processing in with palm branches and then and then the people had palm leaves as well significant yes. palm leaves i will yes. say they
3: were yeah. of a good size They're good, good long palm leaves and uh they, for the most part they controlled themselves with them uh so sometimes too much yeah.
0: uh, as i heard at 1030 uh they were or 815 service maybe they maybe were a little too controlled with them they, yeah they should have yeah. been a little they, bit they, more active well it's the
3: first we sprung it on them new this year so yeah. we've, we've this is the first year with the, the everybody having palm branches next year we'll see See what happens. Yeah, we'll see what happens. It was fun though, and and Palm Sunday
0: to me, it's you know that's such a great fun Sunday with the kids. And so as you're approaching this week in in this um, in this season of holy week we're looking at the luke the luke passage yeah. from chapter 19 28 which is unique in in some several respects ways, yeah. in several respects um and i realized as many times as i preached on a palm sunday i don't know that i've ever preached out of the luke passage i i, I really i was going back through my notes and i'm thinking have i ever preached out of luke on palm sunday and mm-hmm. i i don't i could yeah. not find any notes so it was interesting for me what what about you
3: as you're approaching this
0: this palm sunday
3: week? yeah well this one this one in particular, almost every Palm Sunday that I do, um, I, I, I I like how our, our directory of worship talks about it, or our book of common worship talks about it as a Palm slash Passion. Yeah. Um, and so it's it's Palm Sunday, but it's also for many people if they only come on Palm Sunday and then on Easter Sunday, it's as close as they're going to get to the to the Passion, the suffering yeah. of Christ um, you know, before Easter. So, but that was, I left that out, and I think we both we both did because you know we both knew what the topic was going yeah. to be about, and we knew that loose gospel had you know had certain elements to it we wanted to bring out and so uh so we I left that that I, the, I usually end down yeah. in like leaning into holy week not this week um, yeah
0: neither did I obviously yeah. yeah and i think too, the week before because we dealt out of john 13 there was some elements of the passion narrative that True. we dealt with the week before
3: and so i didn't feel like you know, we're, was, we're leaning into yeah. the into and the, the whole thing everything we've been doing has been slowing down too. Yeah, so it's yeah, all yeah. been about slowing down. Yeah. And yeah, this this was uh, this was Luke's telling, and uh, the the particular one that we both um, we both were were, uh, were were picking up on was the 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 bit where the Pharisees are telling yeah. Jesus to rebuke the disciples. Yeah, and that I think is what makes makes it most unique to me and most memorable to me and most wanted to bring out to me was that to be able to, to talk about that that as a way Way, you know, the response of Jesus is a reminder that that all of creation has a testimony to, to God. Mm-hmm. We as individuals have a testimony to God. Let's make sure we're giving it. Yeah, yeah.
0: I, I you know I, I I really loved, and it, it's one of those things that can get a little dangerous. You know, we're talking about a passage or, or or a narrative portion of Jesus' life that all four Gospels picks up on, right? So Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John all pick up on Jesus' triumphal entry. Um, or, or in the case of Luke's Gospel and uh, Mark's Gospel, the triumphal approach, approach. because yeah. he's not. And I, we You're neither like one of in. Yeah, yeah neither one of us really dug into that. No, we just kind of no. intimated that he's approaching Jerusalem. Some of
3: the language that I said was this is a, just is even before I read it. This is the story of Jesus as he approaches yeah, and Jerusalem. Yes, yeah,
0: similar <coughs> similar language um, as he's traveling. You know, mm. uh, but it's it's really it can be really. Uh, Difficult not to do this, you know, major comparative study
3: of this versus this versus this. Yeah, it's not just the synoptic Gospels, that, yeah. you know, which are usually the ones that are all the same. They're very similar, but all four of them, yeah. All four of them have, have slight variations,
0: either leading into the moment, coming out of the moment. Um, we mentioned some of the, you know, uniqueness of Luke's Gospel. For me, I the thing that really got me was how unique Luke is. In the fact that uh, leading into he's you know he he has this this parabolic kind of narrative or uh, teaching right before kind of calling out people for their service and and really honing in on the hypocrisy of the teachers which or the religious leaders which I didn't really get into as much mm-hmm. you you mentioned it as well uh, briefly just going into it the 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 healing ministry in some of the previous uh, yeah, in, and the other synoptics uh, John's gospel. Jesus Jesus has just raised Lazarus from the dead and spent several days in in Bethany. Luke, you know, elevates the the, the Zacchaeus story. I mean, there's just so much and then Luke doesn't talk about the
3: palm branches. Yeah. Which yeah. is we which had go, I had, had it in, we had to go somewhere else to find yeah, the palm branches. Which I had on
0: Sunday. Which I had in my notes but then I didn't actually say anything yeah. about yeah. it because I was like, well, I don't really, you know, yeah. he, he really focuses on the outer garments of the people, yeah, um, the cloaks. He changes the words to Psalm one eighteen from him to to, to the king, he, yeah. you yeah, did a great
3: job of, of bringing of bringing that out, yeah. yeah, yeah. So there was just a
0: lot, and there's, we could not get into everything, but we both landed on the stones. We yeah. both landed on
3: the stones. So I so wanted to say the Rolling Stones as you did, uh, <laughs> If you mentioned as well. Not the Rolling Stones because one of your points said something about be join the Stones. Yeah, and say, look for the opportunities Ro- to join. The,
0: you know, it's one of those things when you say it when you're you're prepping it you don't think about it but then when you say it in person you're thinking because the, the stones that's, that's a the, i know yeah. they're they're still even though they're like both all of them knocking on the door of 80 i think they're still touring right now which is so funny but uh, so so we, you know we both kind of landed on this yeah. idea of the story our yeah. our story yeah. so as you're thinking through the elements of you know the, the individuals in the congregation, you know marrying it with this this image of joining the stones and in, 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 in talking through your story, you know where where were, where were the challenges? What were the challenges that yeah. you you felt like you were dealing with as you approached this passage and, and wanting to just kind of narrow it down to that
3: testifying yeah. evangelistic kind of call. I I think a lot of people are nervous about this type of conversation because they're nervous about actually telling their story. Um, And and many, from in many cases, when I ask people to tell me their stories, uh, it's not unusual for them to say, "It's the first time I've ever said that out loud." Yeah, because it's just just, there's just not there's not that many spaces in the world. Like when we have people join the church, um, when they tell us their – Stories, um, and I remind people all the time. There's not. There's not that many. Times in life, in many places in life, where somebody actually asks you, or you have opportunities to tell your story. So I don't think it's it's a it's it's like a muscle that is atrophied. Mm-hmm. We don't get a lot of reps on it. We don't get a lot of flex time on that. And so really, and you you and I were both doing the same thing. It's is know your story, and um, you know, um, be, yours is like be excited about your story. It certainly is an exciting exciting story. Uh, but sometimes it's easy to forget that. Yeah. And I think you were you did a great job of capturing that but just that idea that there is a there's there's a story that you have and it's a, I love that you you picked up on it and I told it in my version of it was a seals boy love story that. I love that I and, love that uh, and I did more of it in the in the in-person services as well than it did yeah. in the online uh, services did more with that um with that story, but you talked about that as well. Everybody thinks, "No, mine's a, mine's a boring story. Said, no, it's not. Yeah, it's not. It's mm-hmm. never going to be a boring story. If the story is that, that, that the Holy Spirit has has caused your heart to be alive in Christ and to know and to love and serve God and, and that you are saved and He yeah. is Lord and He is Savior for your life, that is the most amazing, the best story ever. Ever in life, yeah. and so wanted to capture capture the fact that you have a story, know your story, tell your story. Yeah, and and I really loved how you did it. You, you, we both,
0: you know, like you said, we both kind of talked about this idea of the the boring or my story is I've been a church person all our because we, you know, we have to, you know, we we realize that a lot of the people in our congregation have been raised in in the church. But what I one of the things I thought was really Interesting about how you, you know, you not only encourage that with seal, but, you know, there was the people in our congregation, they can picture seal, they know, know seal. And so they can, oh, wait, well, her story is similar to my story. And and if John is talking to seal this way, he would, he would say the same thing to me. It's, it's, it's a wonderful story. And, and the thing I wanted to say is actually, it's not boring. It's highly unique in our culture to be raised in the church, to lifelong ne- faith, lifelong a faith. Jesus is not real. Yeah, that's a very unique thing, and, and because it's very much Julie's story too. Julie's raised in the church. Can't think of really. I mean, she has a, a moment at a at a youth camp where she really. You know, yeah, as you talked about the the different um, the different questions that prompt the the tell, writing of the story. She has a moment where, where God was more than a word to her, but yeah. but she was raised in the church. Um, but that's so unique now, right? I mean, that's if outside the 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 Christian kind of enclave. It is very unique to have that sort of story, and so for people to say, well, what what is that like? You know, to always have this sense of of eternal purpose to always have yeah. this sense of divine presence i mean there are so many people that that hunger and thirst for that now but you you know those those folks have been drinking from that well their whole lives i mean how how that's a to me that is awesome i, I loved
3: how we both kind of and in I, on I don't that know about well. you i don't maybe maybe you can maybe you had the same sensation but you know when you and i speak to groups of people we don't speak to the group. Yeah, we speak to individuals who make up the group. Yeah, and so as I'm scanning the room as I'm talking about this, especially I mean, when it's, yeah. when you're just talking to a camera, you don't get this, but yeah. when you when you're talking to a room, you realize that you're talking to individuals, and to be able to s- say to every single individual mm-hmm. in there, you have a story, and you have a great, great yeah. story, and and then. You know, because the longer I'm here, you've had you've been here a lot longer than me. But I, I've only been here a couple of years. But the the longer I'm here, the more I hear those stories, yeah. and the more I know. I not only do you have a great story, I know your story. Yeah. And so often people,
0: whatever their story, whatever their 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 past, their narrative is, so often they diminish it. You know, isn't this is this the this is the the. Uh, uh, terrible temptation of satan right for people to diminish the god's work in their life to think it doesn't matter or to think it yeah. doesn't it, it, it won't have the impact that somebody else
3: might yeah. have what i mean it, it, that's different that's even different than what you talked about with screw tape is that is because that that's just moderation yeah you know you sort of check it down yourself there but that that's really something different even yeah it's than, even different than that Because you're yeah. just saying your moderation is like i don't get too excited this one's like it's not very good. It's not very good, exactly. which is where
0: you went with it, too, which I think is a great – both sides of those things are so – they're so tempting for us to to, to not want to share our, our our passion for Jesus and what Jesus has done for yeah. us. I mean, and, and what, a, what a, a tragedy when we believe those lies yeah. that either our stories aren't good enough or I can't get too excited. I mean, what terrible tragedies that that is because yeah. you and I do get the privilege. People will – tell us their stories they expect us to ask right yeah and and then i'm like dang i mean that's just incredible you know the the the, the the person who's who's walked through the 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 valley of the shadow of death yeah. themselves and had Jesus made real in their lives and pull them out of that yeah. whether it was because oh, of a of addiction or you know uh, marital unfaithfulness or you know job loss after job loss after job loss and to and and the people that have walked through cancer treatments and walked through um, you know rehab facilities and how Jesus and, and one of the things I, I wish I had had more time to say is it's not just one story right i mean if you become a follower of jesus it might be a cycle of stories yep i mean it might be the story of how you came to faith it might be the story of
3: how you came you, through a crisis came through a crisis it, it, yeah it, you know you, you had a, a divine revelation i mean it could be any could be negative or positive stories mm-hmm. by the way there there was a uh, you said something about excitement a little while ago and I want to ask you about this because uh, when I watched your I, I, you know we watch each other preach right. every every week and yeah. um, and either in person but mostly on, online yeah. and uh, but when I watched you online this week there was something there was a noticeable difference there's an, there's an energy there was a noticeable energy, <laughs> difference, an energy difference in you yeah, and there it's not and I'm not saying it's I'm not I mean it was, it was very is 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 appropriate and it was it was wonderful but what was going on inside of you as you were uh, as you were sort of it was interesting In the moment. it was interesting because i've had i mean no fewer than a, do-
0: a half dozen people come up to me since sunday and and by the way we're recording this on tuesday so sunday was 2 days ago i've had a half dozen people come up to me or comment to me about the energy level and and really there was some so let's talk. Let's talk logistically, right? So on the one hand, I'd had an extra cup of coffee, so that that might have something to do with it. But spiritually, <laughs> yeah, spiritually, the, the caffeinated spirituality, right? right there. Yeah. But but spiritually, they're what you know the last several weeks and since this slowing down series you know i've really been trying to take some of those practices even more seriously in my life you know as 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 i've come out of some of the fog of finishing doctoral program and and that and that's you've been through this you know the fog lifts not all at once right. but kind of slowly as i've been as that has been lifting more slowly and i've been dealing with some of the 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 odd um Easiness is that the, I don't know if that's the right word, but the odd looseness, yeah, you don't have the extra burden tension on you. that yeah. I've been you know, this Julius is this low grade tension that has been in, in our house that we didn't even realize that we've been living with not in a bad way. And I don't want to say this in like it was a it was a, such a blessing and such an opportunity, but so as that has eased up, I've been really re engaging some of the, the spiritual practices and, and adding different spiritual practices and going through rotations and 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 so that really does make a difference in your soul i mean and, and it makes a difference for me even approaching the worship service where yeah. i'm singing those songs and i'm watching the kids come in and and i'm still doing some management i'm helping you know yeah. lead in our children's but director those, those to know those elements us. those elements factor into to your absolute sort of state of mind state of heart yeah absolutely and so i was i was more ready for the the preaching moment than I have yeah. been in a little while, and and um, not to say that I, I I'm I do not always pray up, you know, going into it, but. It was uh, the week leading up to it had, was was just a different sort of week, and, and so
3: your week leading up to it, w- what was going on in, in the moment? The fog of of men coming yeah. out. It was a bigger crowd. Yeah, uh, it, was, it was it was probably the since the pandemic it was probably the biggest crowd we've had in yeah. in both services, mm-hmm. uh, all three services uh, since, since then, and the theme. Yeah, the co- and I think the, the community the, the, element too that you just said. I think that's a that's a
0: we've gotten in the last couple of weeks. We've talked about this. You know, a few weeks ago we talked about the importance of gathering. Yeah. We had spring festival last week, um, where we talked about yielding to the will of God. Uh, this week, Palm Sunday, so we've gotten this buildup of, of of spiritual community. So there's a sense of camaraderie which we haven't felt in two, two years. years, and not and, like this, not like this. And it's been uh, to me, it's been an, almost a, another talk about the the story that God continually tells. It's almost been a spiritual kind of a, a reawakening for me personally. And I hope it has been for other people too. So yeah, there was a, I didn't feel it in the moment as much, although I was saying to someone yesterday who asked me about it, I said, yeah, there was a second or two, and I, you probably caught it when you're watching it, where I had to consciously take a breath because I had stopped breathing. Hmm. And my I could feel my heart rate say, if you don't breathe right now, you, you are floor. going to pass out. <laughs> um, and that was not like, a, that was just, man, just, because how awesome is it that we get to tell the story of Jesus every single Sunday? I mean, just, yeah. just, yeah. it's just, it's ridiculous that we get yeah. to do that, you yeah. know, and that yeah. we have that freedom and that we can see people's faces engaging the Word of God, you know, and that, that to me gets, and that's why I'm jazzed for Maundy Thursday, not in a way of, of it's all about us, but, you know, for my soul, you know, for me personally. Yeah. So, um, you know how I wondered how much it changed for you because again I'm watching online, which yeah. in your case is not a live service. Right, it's a pre-recorded service, and so I wonder how much did your kind of energy change yeah. when you're seeing people. I mean, we talked to oh, Joe. Yeah. We joked just a moment ago. You got to see Rebecca kind of really getting with it with the with the palms and and see the kids at 10:30 and the kids even sang at 10:30. So yeah. what was that like? For how how much different did it change? As, for as you, you know,
3: as you know. So every every week is like that every yeah. week there is a shift uh there's a shift in energy and the, and the energy just comes from the fact that the people are present yeah. and uh just with people present in a in a room that's always shifts and I think there was a comment not not to the degree that I think that i what I saw online with, with with Vine, I don't know that I I would have say I felt it that, to that degree, but I certainly felt it, yeah. and, I, and it was very, and there was different different things that came out as as there always is, even between the eight fifteen and the ten thirty in person services, there was there were shifts that, that took that took place, but it was a there was a significant difference, and again, being able to look people in the eyes, yeah, and 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 tell them that their story is a great story. They have a great story. You have a God story. Now, now, part of me was aware, I don't know if you thought about this or not, but part of me was aware that, you know, there's probably not everybody in this room, I'm going to say not everybody in this room is a believer. Yeah. So I'm aware that that's the case. So, so even as I'm saying that, I'm aware that, well, then the believers are just going to hear that, the non-believers are going to hear that these believers think that think that what they're, they've got is pretty special. Yeah, yeah. And that was pretty cool. Even yeah. that was pretty cool yeah, to, yeah. to that little thought that goes around that little, that the part that you part of you is speaking, then there's other part of you is kind of thinking processing. about other things. Yeah. you know, processing things. That was going on in the processing yeah. time. There's like there's probably some folks here that don't really get yeah. or they're not getting this from the inter, in, internal. yeah but they, I hope that they at least see that there is a great affirmation, something beautiful, is being said about those who are on the inside.
0: Absolutely. When and, and I, I, I wanted to deal with that by telling people to get excited about just the general story of Jesus. So if you're not a believer, this is the opportunity to kind of like this is the this is a great week to kind of dive in, dig into yeah. that. I wasn't as explicit as I think I wanted to be with that in the moment, but uh, I agree with you, man. The 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 idea that if 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 the people of God, get excited about the story of Jesus and the story of Jesus in their lives, yeah, that will be contagious it is that will be infectious
3: A, a mutual friend of ours, uh Nancy Cahan once talked about um how if you ever know if you, if you notice God works around energy, yeah and And by that she means the holy spirit's presence has a has't that that the the power of the of God in the presence so when you have the Holy Spirit hovering over chaos the chaos of creation or you have the Holy Spirit doing things in the lives of the of Pentecost or where wherever the Holy Spirit energy is presence. Is present. That's where God is up to up to something, and um, and so it's not like we just, we kind of whip that up there. We just look for those places where there's where the 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 energy, the power, and the, the presence of God is there, and then we just we just point to it, yeah, and we and we and we join in it, and, yeah. and I think that's what we were doing on uh, on Sunday. I, I I certainly felt that on Sunday. What a great blessing! And and, and if that's true on Sunday. Imagine Easter. Easter's Easter's come, Sunday's Easter, coming. Sundays, <laughs> Sundays, are come Easter, Easter Sundays way, lo- coming. Sundays coming, come. Easter. coming. By the way, I loved at the end that you you said write it down because yeah. you know I pulled out I whipped out the little guide that we yeah. have here and and I, and I I was really an encouragement and I'd say this to those who are listening right now, uh, take that seriously. Yeah. Um, there's something about the exercise. And not everybody's a writer, and I understand that, but there is something about reducing to paper. The thoughts that you have about the spiritual journey that you are on, yeah. and the presence of God in your life, and the and the things that God has done for you. There's something about writing it down that is um, that is good, that yeah. is clarifying. Maybe in some cases cathartic, you know, healing. Uh, but it's, it's certainly uh, something that is that allows you um, to, the a rep to get yeah. that maybe that atrophied muscle to to strengthen a little bit. But it also allows you the opportunity to 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 share it um, differently with yeah. other people. When I had I had a professor um, in my doctoral program.
0: One of the practices that we had to do was a, a much larger not just a not just the story uh, of our salvation, but to go through our entire lives and do a spiritual uh, kind of biography, Inventory. Inventory. But the way he made us do this. Um, Which I'll be honest, at at the time I thought it was a bit cheesy, and I'm like, "What is this grade school?" You know, we had a big poster board, and we had multicolored Post-it notes, and each color represented. Either a high point or a low point, mm-hmm. or just a transitional, and we just wrote just words that mattered to us, right? So that we could we would look at that and we'd remember it would be mm-hmm. a, a point of remembrance. So people that are not, you know, writers can use that kind of methodology to kind of map it out at least, you know, just to kind of really yeah, the nice. big big thing is to just look at God's hand over the course of your life. Even if, if you say I didn't come to faith, I mean, you you talked about this, John, and I think it's brilliant, you know even if you didn't come to faith until adulthood god was working <laughs> and and if you really contemplate yep. it it's it's yes that that moment you said this from a historic standpoint there's the before christ and after christ there is that for us as individuals as well too but even before christ intellectually and 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 affectionately became real to us as individuals that doesn't mean god didn't, wasn't working it out to get you to that point, and yeah. so to even think back to those things, I think is really powerful for people yeah. if they really take that seriously. Yeah,
3: yeah, it was great. It was yeah. it was great. It was great to be able to talk about that, and and and, and it and it took a, a group of uh, rocks around the feet of Jesus, or the feet of the, the, the donkey, anyway, uh, to get us to to tell that story. Yeah, yeah. This Sunday, as John said, as, as
0: Rebecca said, it's, it's the biggest Sunday of the year. It is Easter Sunday. Pastor John, you're going to be in the classic services yeah. at eight fifteen. And ten thirty, Pastor Rebecca is going to be on the front lawn at six thirty in the morning for our sunrise service. It's going to be an exciting time. Those are uh, those services are exciting times. I'm going to be in Vine at ten thirty in Loudon Hall. And uh, man, what a what a celebration we're going to have! And I encourage folks if you didn't hear this past week's messages or any one of our messages, I encourage you to go to fpclakeland.org, click on the Sermon Archive tab under the Worship page, and if you haven't heard, uh, missed one of our episodes of Armchair Preaching. Be sure to check us out on Apple Podcast, uh, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud. Subscribe, hit the like button, share it with your friends. We'd we'll be glad that you did. John, thanks for hanging out. It's good to be here for again. An today. Extended episode. Thank you for that, and uh, we'll see everybody next time.